welcome everyone. We should get started and probably just one more song. Yep, song's four minutes long.
Okay, we'll give everybody one more minute because I like to start on time, not early, but yeah. Um, for those wondering, this is the Heavy Christian playlist I have on Amazon, and it just continues on from there with groups like Cutlass. Um, last group was called Disciple. It's it's pretty interesting set of music. And let's see. Oh, wow. Memer's here. The memist. Thank you, Pete. And Doge Days. And We Run. And The Memist. And Donna. And Capone for all showing up tonight. It is 7 o'clock. And just as I promised to get you out of here on time, I promised to start on time. So... Today is Saturday, June 18th. It is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of us who uh, are fathers or hold that role for someone or even are for children. I want to welcome everyone to the Stoner Sunday service. I'm Pastor Pothead. Um, I am an ordained Christian pastor. My ordination is held to the International Council of Community Churches. This is an open service. Everybody is welcome. And as I promise each week, services will last no longer than 30 minutes. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, give us this day our daily bread. We gather here with different needs, financial, spiritual, emotional, physical, and all needs. Your heavenly stores are full. May you provide for us what we need. Meet us at our point of need, for we rely on you alone, our provider. Let the service be the genesis of your provision as you have promised in your word. We know that you are always listening to our pleas. Therefore, we fully trust you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I said, today is Father's Day. And I always like to do this reading on Father's Day. I think it fits well. Um, it's typically called the Prodigal Son in the um in the message version of the bible they call it the story of the lost son and here we go this is the word of the lord then he said there once a man who had two sons the younger said to his father father i want right now what's coming to me so the father divided the property between them wasn't long before the younger son packed his bags and left for a distant country. There, undisciplined and dissipated, he wasted everything he had. After he had gone through all his money, there was a bad famine throughout the country that, and he began to hurt. He signed on with a citizen there who assigned him to his fields to slop the pigs. He was so hungry he would have eaten the corn cobs in the pig slop but no one, no one would give him any. That brought him to his senses, he said. All those farmhands working for my father sit down to three meals a day, and here I am starving to death. I'm going back to my father. I'll say to him, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. He got up and went home to his father. When he still was a long way off, his father saw him. 
His heart pounding, he ran out, embraced him, and kissed him. The son started his speech. Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't, to be, I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But his father wasn't listening. He called to the servants, Quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then get a grain-fed heifer and roast it. We're going to feast. We're going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, given up for dead and now alive, given up for lost and now found. And they began to have a wonderful time. Now all this time his older son was out in the field. When the day's work was done, he came in. As he approached the house, he heard the music and dancing. Calling over one of the house boys, he asked what was going on. He told him, your brother came home. Your father has ordered a feast barbecued beef because he has him home safe and sound the older brother stalked off in an angry sulk and refused to join in his father came out and tried to talk to him but he wouldn't listen the son said look how many years i've stayed here serving you never giving you one moment of grief but have you ever thrown a party for me and my friends then this son of yours who has thrown away your money on whores shows up and you go all out with a feast his father said, son, you don't understand. You're with me all the time and everything that is mine is yours. But this is a wonderful time and we have to celebrate. The brother of yours was dead and he's alive. He was lost, but now he is found. Let us pray. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. I love that story. The son left, screwed completely up, came home, and his father brought him in. Now, we're going to switch subjects because we don't deserve dogs. We don't. We as a humanity are selfish, self-centered, and looking at what is best for ourselves. Dogs are not. Dogs are unselfish. They're pack-centered and they always focus on what is best for the pack, not of themselves. I mean, if you have a dog, you can understand this. Namely, if you've ever accidentally kicked, hit, or tripped over your dog. Jump out of bed and your leg goes up and hits them in the head. Trim their nails a little too short and they start to bleed and they give you this look of, oh, Tried to groom your dog, accidentally nicked them in the ear, came home late to feed them. I mean, try as you might, they'll cry out, they might growl, but within minutes, your dog is there by your side, loving you just as much or even more than you did before. Dogs really understand the idea of unconditional love. And because of this, we do not deserve them. Now, if we think about the reading I just read, a man has two sons. One takes his treasure and heads out in the world, and the other stays home. When the one who left home comes back poor and hungry, his father welcomes him back unconditionally. He throws a party in his honor. Didn't matter to his dad that he demanded his inheritance early, that he wasted his money on whores and parties. What mattered was that he was home. All that mattered to his father was that he was safe, found, and in his company. 
This is unconditional love. Now, the Bible talks about four different types of love. The first type of love we all know, eros, Greek word is eros, or erotic love. This is easily defined as the romantic or sexual type of love based on physical attraction and desire. The next type of love is storhe, or family love. This is that natural affection that exists between family members, such as love between parents and their children, or love between siblings, the love you have for your in-laws. That, that, is, that is family love. And from there we go to filio, or brotherly love. This is that friendship type of love that we, that we have. It's based on mutual interest, shared experiences. This is the love we have for all our brothers and sisters online and such. We, we share this friendship type of love. The highest form of love, referred to as God's love or unconditional love, that love is agape. And agape means that you love someone not based upon feelings or emotions or desires or sex, but rather just on the decision that you will love them regardless of their actions or behavior. And when the prodigal son comes home, and for those who don't know, prodigal means um, a reckless or extravagant person. So when his reckless or extravagant son comes home, his father does not care about the money he spent or the fact that he came home empty-handed. His father loves him unconditionally. Without a care of what he did or how he did it, just that he is his son and his father has chosen to love him regardless of everything else. Now, I spend my days in spaces telling people the world would be a better place if we could just love each other. And when I say this, I don't mean erotic love or family love or brotherly love. I truly mean unconditional love. I mean agape. We as a people have to love each other, even those we have trouble loving because of who they are or what they do. And, and I agree, I have issues with this type of love just like everybody else. But if we could find a way to do this, the world we live in would finally be back to being the Garden of Eden. Politics, war, hate, that would all fade if we as a people could love each other unconditionally. But as I find when I talk to people, this is more of a pipe dream. You know, there's always the excuses of, well, people are this, or I need that, or you know, it's a nirvana I hope for every day, but it's not a nirvana that everyone can see. Now, I belong to several communities that, that I think kind of are pushing for this. There is a community called the Community of Communities, which is why you see a plus in front of my name and other people's names. We're a group of like-minded Web3 um, creators and artists and members who are looking for projects as a, a communities to come together for the betterment of Web3 as a whole. I'm a member of Life's a Joke. I have been told I fill everybody's timelines with lots and lots of clowns. Well, that is true. I also fill everyone's timelines with lots of stuff about do only good every day or the Doge community. Uh, my bongs and bacon announcements that I'm there every day when, when they're held. Puff Puff Pandas, Pocket Cows, and all the other Web3 communities I belong to 
I have I have joined them not because of the NFTs or the the value in crypto or the utility they offer, but the community. Now I read a, a post once that said community is not an NFT project utility. And I personally believe that's wrong because community is the ultimate utility. And it's in that community we can start showing each other agape love. Kind of redundant. We can start showing people agape through love. Now today is Father's Day and I have talked to lots of people that do not celebrate this day because they don't have a father or a father figure in their life that was able to express unconditional love to them. And I believe that unconditional love is the true requirement of fatherhood. Any person with a penis can donate sperm. It takes a special type of person to be that father who loves their children unconditionally. And I, and I ask of all fathers right now in the room that you are able to show love to not just your children, but your children's friends, the people you consider your children, that unconditional love. I believe that is a way to help them truly understand how special they are in the world. Now, God, of course, is the example of one who loves you unconditionally. Ask anyone who's stepped away from God and comes to find God again. You know, God doesn't ask why you left or ask what you did. God asks, only cares about what's in your heart. And he loves you unconditionally if you let him. Now, I'm going to, as I bring this sermon to a close, and this is a short sermon today. I only have one thing left to say. And everyone that's listening now in the room or listening later through the recording, know that I love you unconditionally. Doesn't mean I agree with your choices. Doesn't mean I agree with your actions, your choice of career, or even if you're willing to put mayonnaise on a cheeseburger. I love you anyway. And I'm here for you. You're able to reach out to me. You can shoot me a DM at any time. I'm happy to listen, to talk, to offer fatherly advice, a virtual hug, a stupid dad joke, or even try and fix the problem. Let's all have a happy Father's Day. Let's pray. Loving God. Fill my heart with the love that you freely give. Make love my first and last thought. May I love others and freely give to them. Make my spirit a spirit of joy, happiness, and love for both my friends and my enemies. Help me love as abundantly as you have loved me. Amen. Something I didn't do last week that I'm going to do this week because we have a little time and I, I would love to play a song um, is while the song is playing, if you have any prayer requests, please add them to the room chat below in the bubble. And after the song, we will, we will pray for everybody, pray for your prayer requests, and then continue on. And coming up now is Casting Crowns.
Sorry. I'll fix that. Okay, now we'll start.
Awesome. Let us pray. Sorry, I, I was getting ready to pray and and of course my wife started with please pray for all the delicious cheeseburgers with mayonnaise on them. If you didn't know, I didn't like mayonnaise on burgers. Anyway, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for our chance to come together. We thank you for this opportunity to worship in your name, to to learn about everything you have to give us and to just come together as a community and hold each other up. We ask that you pray for Angie's White's dog, for Donna's daughter, and that everyone hears the words and are strengthened by your love, Father. I ask that you pray for, that you watch over Pete and Whitney and Soli, Stone Teach, Don, Doge Days, We Run, The Memer, The Memist, Donna, Capone, Amanda, my wife Angie, and Darlene. I ask that you hold them tight within you that, you, that you give them the love that they need and you let them grow and just continue to learn and, and continue to spread your love. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. So every week... And every church around the world at this point, we're going to pass the basket and ask everyone to dump a bunch of money in the basket. And then I'm going to take that money to the bank and buy my motorcycle. But I've been told I'm not allowed to do that. Not just by my wife, but by my own brain. So we're not going to go that route. So let's talk about tithing. See, the lesson of tithing was never that you give to the church 10% of your earnings that is just a, a, a an odd way of doing things the idea of tithing really dates back to the days of the jewish temple and they would take 10 percent of the harvest every all the farmers would take 10 percent of their harvest 10 percent of the meats that had been cured and store them through the winter to take care of not only the priests in the temple but all the people that didn't have food so that everyone would survive the winter together and no one would go hungry. That is the idea of tithing. So I'm not asking you guys to send me money. In fact, I ask that you don't, unless you're gonna send ETH to my wallet for a motorcycle, and then just don't tell my wife. But I'm, we're all members of communities. We're all members of Web3 communities. We're all members of communities in our homes and in, in where we live. And I really want you to take time over the next week or two to donate, you know, either your time, your treasure, your talents, one of them, all of them, and help out where your community needs it most. You know, help a neighbor mow their lawn who, who can't mow his lawn right now or foster a pet. Donate to the local homeless shelter. Take some people out to dinner and work in a, in, in a kitchen. Tithing is an act of sharing of the gifts that God has blessed us with to care for those that at the time are in need of those gifts.
I don't need your gifts. The stoner Sunday services do not need your gifts to continue to move forward. God has blessed me in a way that I'm able to do this. So I ask that you bless your neighborhoods with what God has blessed you with to help support others that may be in need of that support. That is the tithe I ask of you. Now, I hate to do this because I was taught in seminary that we never end church early. But I'm going to anyway. So, let us pray. God, we thank you for meeting with us here tonight and for delivering your word. May each soul in this place have been touched through the songs and the preaching. May each take to heart the word that came forth. We pray that those seeking an answer received it, and those who needed a special touch were granted that touch. Bless each of us and keep us safe until we are able to gather together again. Now I ask each of you to go into the world with confidence, trust that Christ is walking with you, and that you become a beacon of light in this dark, dark world. Amen. Thank you. And with that, I am going to close us out with some Toby Mac.
thank you everybody um we will have service next week it'll be an open forum next week so it'll be a little bit different uh everyone have a great evening i'll be back in a little bit but i'm gonna go have dinner with my wife who snuck out of church early see y'all thanks for coming <laughs>